Welcome to our DCUO episode of Geek Briefs. I'm your host, Barbara. On today's show, we'll discuss the newest DLC, Sons of Trigon. Alright, Sons of Trigon. As you all know, legendary members, those with lifetimes and are not free to play, were offered early access last week. And I've been playing all week. The Gotham Wastelands look amazing. Here are a few notes that were provided by Community Manager Meps on the forums. Let's see. Sons of Trigon Legendary Access Preview. Sons of Trigon picks up where the Sins of the Father storyline left off. Through blood ritual, Trigon had escaped his dimension and was preparing to attack Earth. However, in secret, the Sentinels of Magic had prepared a contingency plan and created a barrier between our realm and his. Now trapped between worlds, Trigon's evil burns like fire, creating a nightmare version of Gotham City a torturous plane that exists independently in the mortal plane. Cersei and Wonder Woman race to confront Trigon and his newly revealed sons on a mission of power or peace. First off, we have a new shared space in the form of the Gotham Wastelands for players with a combat rating of 84 and above. If you fit that category, then you'll be granted the mission, the Sons of Trigon, to enter the Wastelands. And you can enter through the Magic Wing. The Wastelands is a warped version of Gotham that's barely recognizable. It's separated into five districts. uh, That's the Cathedral, Amusement Mile, Nightstone, the Villain Stronghold, which has elements of Gotham University, uh, the Hero Garrison, which looks like the hospital in Gotham, and the Mausoleum, which I think is the Twelve Caesars in Robinson Park. Once there, you can take a tour of the Gotham Wastelands and pick up additional missions. What kind of missions, you might ask? Well, we have new repeatable solo missions. Each mission is in areas controlled by the forces of Envy, Lust, and Wrath. Completing five daily missions in each of the Sin-controlled areas allows the player to access additional random side bonuses, uh, or excuse me, a random side boss in the duo associated with that area. We also have a new weekly mission, which is basically a bounty, in which you try to defeat Raven's soul projection in the Gotham Wastelands. Heroes will go against Evil Raven in, you know, her purple outfit, and villains with, uh, well, villains go against Good Raven. That, that's, that's pretty much it. Gotham City and Metropolis Abduction Encounters, uh, now that the Sons of Trigon have been revealed, Zatanna and Brother Blood's abduction missions have been updated to reflect the knowledge gained. So, you know, the, there's a little tweaking there. Uh, we have new Tier 5 duos called the Tunnel of Lust, Ruin Cathedral, Nightstone Arena. They're recommending a combat rating of 86. There's also a new Tier 5 alert called Trigon's Prison, and this also has a CR of 86. And they've done some loot system changes for players in Origin Crisis and Sons of Trigon. Now, this affects multiplayer PvE content only, uh, i.e. duos, alerts, raids, and their Operation counterparts. Players that defeat a boss or sub-boss will get their own loot that is separate from other players' loot. Translation, players will instantly receive their loot and will no longer roll up against other players. And this includes items that are not guaranteed to always drop, such as R&D plans or utility belts. 
Some players may receive these items from a boss, and, while, and a few others might not. It's a sort of a random thing. But remember, it's important to note that items dropped from regular non-boss NPCs are not included with these changes. So if you roll up against somebody in a group, you'll roll up as usual. For Legends, Donna Troy and Cheetah make their debut in Legends PvP and introduce the first speedster to the DC Universe Online Legends roster. These new Legends can, of course, be purchased in-game with Marks of Legend at the Legends Terminal in your HQ. As everyone knows, we're going to get Celestial Powers, and we're giving this new power set with the options of Eclipso or the Spectre as your mentor. You can create a new tune or purchase a Respec power token in the marketplace. From what I've seen, Celestial Powers are spread into two trees, the Blessed and the Cursed. The key to effective play is to achieve basically an equilibrium through spiritual balance combos. This new approach to healing focuses on boosting your healing based off your damage output. So you're going to be expected to do a lot more battle to aid your companions. So that puts a little, a little bit more of an interesting twist on you healers out there that choose to go Celestial. I've not made a Celestial tune yet. I probably should, but I've been too focused on playing uh, Volterra in the Wastelands. We have new PvE gear, of course. Uh, this includes the Prideful set, which is inspired by Raven for Heroes, and the Blood Curse set, which is inspired by Blood, by Blood, by Brother Blood, <laughs> for villains. We also have two suits inspired by Celestial Powers, called the Exalted and the Corrupted sets. For those of uh, you that are house proud, there's also new base items that are going to be added to your lair. You can collect items by participating in the Sons of Trigon content. There are also new collections and feats. The collection awards new styles inspired by NPCs from the Sons of Trigon content. Uh, let's see, I'm looking through my notes. With new content, we have new character select backgrounds, of course. So now you can actually, on your intro menu, you can select the Gotham Wastelands. Now this is big. I admit uh, to not looking at the notes before I jumped in last week. And I felt pretty stupid for not seeing this, but the broker and mail terminals have been moved. You'll no longer find the brokers in the middle of the Watchtower or Hall of Doom, respectively, nor the mailboxes in their areas. The mail and broker terminals in each wing of the Hall of Doom and Watchtower have been moved to be closer to the banks. This is to improve performance and player re relevancy. So everything you need will basically be in the meta magic or tech wings or in the general area of those. In fact, in the Hall of Doom, it looks like they stretched the area where they had the bank uh, and incorporated a new arrangement of mailboxes on the sides. And then you have the uh, uh, the broker and the mailbox, or not mailboxes, the broker and the bank straight ahead of you. Also, players who've used a character name change device will once again be able to correctly interact with items that are listed on the broker before using the device, which is nice. They did a slight tweak with character creator or character creation by correcting an issue that caused player characters to jump in animation during character creation. It's kind of weird. For brawlers, hand blasters, martial arts com uh, combat, they fixed an animation bug where characters would play an upper body running animation when walking into combat. Let's see, what else have they done? They fixed a visual animation bug caused by abilities executed immediately after breaking out of an encasement. I never had that happen. Critical hit bubbles have been restored. Players have the option to toggle this off with an option under the settings, UI, show critical hit bubble. 
vehicular traffic in Metropolis and Gotham won't do that weird thing where they move faster than normal around street corners. They have another small aesthetic change. Uh, as the Age of Sin begins, demon NPCs in Metropolis and Gotham City have had their colors and materials adjusted to more closely match the demon NPCs of Sons of Trigon. Basically, you know, just adjusting to make everything move smoother. That's nice. Make it look even. See a tweak with the demon figurine. Player combat visual effects and animation should now play properly while in demon player mode. Or player form, excuse me. Uh, they've also resolved an issue where the camera turns in the wrong direction when exiting a movement mode after watching the cinematic. They fixed an issue causing visual effects to not play when consuming colas, which, by the way, they updated the animatic when you uh, drink a soda cola, which is nice. It used to be that you'd get the green flashing aura, and of course now they got this whirly bubbles look that kind of looks wicked sweet. And finally... They fixed an animation bug where the NPCs would walk funny when using a slow animation. And that's basically your DLC 8. The content looks sweet. It's obvious uh, the developers have put a lot of thought and work into the project. The Wastelands remind me a lot of the Burning Crusade content from WoW's The Hellfire Peninsula. It's kind of have that blasted, wasted kind of look. It's kind of nice. I was a little afraid they would do what they did with Central City and only provide a few city blocks, because Central City sometimes, to me, feels claustrophobic. But this is really nice. It, it very, it's really out in the open, and, and you can get to things a little easier. I like how they move the mailboxes and broker into the headquarters wing. It makes it convenient when you're trying to purchase things to craft or mail items to alts. The only thing I see that can be a problem is that the Magic Wing is the hot spot on the Watchtower, so I'm sure it's going to be a wee bit crowded in there. Oh! Uh, also, in the Blasted Lands, a lot of times when you get near the end of the map, it do this weird gray fogging thing, which make your eyes cross. At least it did for me. Uh, and they don't have that anymore. In fact, uh, when you hit the edge of the map, instead of it going gray and weird on you, it will just uh, stop you from you know going any further. So that's kind of nice. I did notice when I went to Central City, they haven't uh, done that update to them as well. Maybe they can't. But from here on, if, if they don't do that cloudy, weird thing, I'll be more than thrilled. Okay, they have new solo missions, which are a nice change-up. But I do have one gripe. The Wrath missions that are given to you by Constantine are a pain in my generous realm. Uh, mainly the one dealing with the Wrath Champion where you have to fight some wrathful citizens, which that part is a cakewalk. But then you have a Wrathful Champion that's supposed to appear in the arena after you get rid of these, uh, these you know, little citizens. And he pounds your tomb full of pain. He AoEs fire, he jumps, he teleports right in your face. It's absolutely unsoloable. At, at least I thought perhaps it... Perhaps it's me. Perhaps I just royally suck. But I've had hardcore players that have also uh, been around since beta tell me that they're having problems one-on-oneing this jerk too. And I think he's just way too OP. Perhaps they'll adjust him a little later. Perhaps not. But if you're going to if you do get that assignment where you got to you got to take him down, I would suggest partnering up with somebody. The new collections uh, bring new items, which are always fun, new style items. I've completed a couple of collections and earned a few pieces. I think I have two helms. Uh, one is the Hood of Envy, which basically is it's a pointy hood where it covers your eyes. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. I've got it on my tune right now. And then you have the Helmet of Wrath, which is uh, kind of reminds me 
of when they used to do bull skulls, you know, where you have the, the horn sticking out, long horn, horn sticking out and the, the skinny face. You basically have that with a hood in the back. I also have the protege chest that looks like it's Nightwing inspired because it has that really nice V neck, that V divide that goes down and you can change the color of it. So if you want to do a sort of a Nightwing version of your costume, that would be the piece to grab. The hardest collection to complete appears to be the Wrath collection, which I think is called Me Versus You. It appears to be the Arkham Island pr proportion of difficulty trying to find. The drop rate for this collection in the Wrath District is not nearly as prolific as in other sectors of the map. So if you can't find it and you choose to buy it on the broker, be expected to pay high prices. And I think that's our show for today. And which, that, that makes it pretty short. Usually when I'm doing uh, game updates and discussing new, new things that I'm dealing with, it usually lasts almost an hour. So for once, I think we, we beat the curse. Let me go ahead and go through the general, uh, you know, shlomo. Uh, head over to DCUniverseOnline.com to download the game on the PC for free. You can also go on the PS3's PlayStation Network and you can download the game for free as well. To contact the Geek Brief Studios through its various forms, you can do the following. Email us at geekbriefs at live.com. You can also find us at the Twitter account at Geek Briefs or the Geek Briefs Facebook page or our new Tumblr, which is geekbriefs.tumblr.com. Thank you for listening. Hope to hear from you guys soon. Take care.